Hey guys, it's Boston comedian Dave Russo, and you're listening to Still Token with On the Dorkening Podcast Network. Do not change that dial. I'm going to punch you in the face. Right in the face. This week, Ben, Jeff, and Leo are still talking with the creative minds of Val Jensen, owner and founder of the Prospector Theatre. The Prospector Theatre is the vision of founder and visionary Valerie Jensen. Val's passion and lifelong work started when her sister, Hope, was born in 1979 with Down syndrome. After receiving her master's in special education, Val worked as an elementary teacher, then as executive director of an arts nonprofit for adults with disabilities. There she wrote, designed, developed, and orchestrated live musicals and feature-length films starring adults with disabilities. Get ready for a kick-ass show shortly after these important messages. Did you know around 83% of Americans with disabilities are unemployed? We are changing that. The Prospector Theater is a 501c3 nonprofit dedicated to providing competitive and integrated employment for adults with disabilities through the operation of a first-run movie theater in Ridgefield, Connecticut. We greet, seat, and treat our audiences to the best, most accessible movie-going experience in the world. Hollywood blockbusters, delicious gourmet popcorn, and one-of-a-kind pink glove service. Join us for a movie and see our sparkle in action. For more information or to purchase tickets, visit www.prospectortheater.org. Everyone thinks because you're a zombie, you don't know good coffee. Well, they're wrong. We have very active lifestyles. It's not all wandering the countryside aimlessly or scaring passing motorists. And we all love a good cup of joe. And there's only one brew that gets my seal of approval. Deadly Grounds Coffee is my guilty pleasure. Bold, robust, delicious. It's coffee that can wake the dead. (laughs) With over a dozen different roasts and flavors, Deadly Grounds can satisfy the most finicky of coffee addicts. The aroma is so intoxicating. It brings all of my neighbors out of the woodwork. Deadly Grounds coffee. Coffee to die for and zombie approved. It's good to get a little deadly. Use the front door! Oh, they're so disgusting. The Dorkening and all affiliated shows are not intended for anyone under the age of 18. The following may contain discussions or scenes that have adult situations, graphic violence, nudity, strong sexual content, and graphic language. This show is intended for mature audiences only. Viewer discretion is advised. But thank you all for joining us. Thank you. It's been a lot of fun.
you have a hankering for horror knowledge? We have such sights to show you. Do you require raging retro reviews? Do you desire discussions with devastatingly dashing dorks? To have a free the Dorkening Podcast Network has nearly 30 shows to satisfy all of your nerdy, geeky, and dorky needs, from horror reviews and celebrity interviews. Hi, I'm Adam Green, the director of The Hatchet Films and the star of Allison. Hi, this is Dominic Pace, who played the bounty hunter Gecko from The Mandalorian. Hi, I'm Mike Price. I'm a writer on The Simpsons. I co-created Epis for Family. Hi, guys. This is Dee Wallace from E.T. and Cujo. Hi, my name is Kurando Mitsutake, director of Gun Woman and Karate Kill. Hi, this is Samantha Newark, the voice of Jem and Jerrica from the original Jem and the Holograms cartoon series. As well as nostalgic trips into the past, pop culture, the latest in entertainment news, and so much more. Featuring a variety of shows and hosts that will simultaneously enrage, enlighten, and entertain you. Check out the Dorkening Podcast Network. My mom says I'm cool. Available on iTunes, Spotify, thedorkening.com, and wherever fine podcasts can be found. Happy Wednesday, everybody. You're watching Still Token With. My name is Leo. I'm the monkey behind the keyboard. We have an awesome show scheduled for you today. And, you know, we always talk to a lot of awesome people, but I'm really excited about tonight's show. But as always, we have the awesome Ben. How's it going, sir? Oh, hi. <laughs> Sorry. I got a little sidetracked there, you know. I was thinking about the amazing guests that we have and all the amazing things that these people are oh, doing on. down no, there in Connecticut. Um, I'm super psyched to have this show tonight, too, Leo. Oh, yeah, yeah. It, I'm it, actually speechless right now, so. You know, this this is, uh, you know, something close to my heart. And, uh, you know, the, the type of guests that we have, and I'm sure Ben will tell us all about them, but, you know, something that we've all missed out on for a very long time, like all of 2020. And now is the time to really, you know, soak into goodness and uh, watch some good movies. And uh, isn't that so, Jeffrey? You're muted. We can't hear you. You tried to do all fancy with... Okay. okay. What in the hell are you doing? Okay, you know, we, we, no con we connect early to test stuff out. If you're going to do something new, now is not the time. <laughs> I, I will try the same with my stapler. <laughs> oh, no. Are you just fucking with us? Well, maybe he should just dance it out if he wants to say it. But he, he should uh, dance, do interpretive dance. But we can't hear him. We can't hear you, Jeff. No, he just needs to dance it. We'll know what he's saying. No. No. <laughs> no, we can't hear you. What'd you do? Hello. Well, McFly. anyway, Jeff, uh, <laughs> while, while Jeff fixes that. I mean, we could dub over a bad lip reading on him. That would oh, yeah. Good. There we go. Where's Bill when we need him? <laughs> Can you hear me now? Oh, unfortunately. Well, what'd you do? Ah, I didn't do anything. The same thing has been happening to my computers as well. I feel your pain. Well, I was trying to be a funny, but somebody muted me, and it was Leo, because I didn't do anything. I didn't Leo. mute you. I He's the master really. of the universe, is Leo? <laughs> All right, so somebody's fucking with me. It's Leo. It's obviously Leo. Yeah, it was my fault. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll take the blame. <laughs> well, you know, it wasn't me, because I don't Are have the sure? power. Is any, is so anyway... 
We have a great show. Um, with you. Uh, are you are you being held without you blink twice if you're being held without your permission in a room? <laughs> oh, <laughs> somebody go in and take care of that. <laughs> Leave them there. I'm behind locked doors. <clears throat> Where you belong. Yes. <laughs> so, Jeffrey, who are we talking with tonight? Uh, well, that's Val. Hi, Val. I'm Val. I look like a drowned rat. I apologize for that, but it's because I had a good day. <laughs> awesome. Uh, we have the Prospect Theater on with us tonight, and I am so psyched to do this show. Uh, Val, Mike? Yep. Oh, every, let's call him. It's Munchie. It's Munchie. Munchie. Yeah. Yeah. Munchie. All right. We're going to go with oh, Munchie. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. It is George and EJ. The best. The best. glasses. Oh my gosh, that's so funny! What, I was really, what did he jump up or something? His glasses went flying. Oh, yeah. Yeah, live from the Prospector Theater here tonight. It's it's electric. It's so electric there. Your glasses will fly right off your head. Right off your face. The minute you step in, right, EJ? Yeah. Yep. So sparkle vision. The sparkle vision. <laughs> <laughs> Jack on the brakes. <laughs> I didn't say put me full screen. Come well, you on, started to, oh, fine. So. Ah, it does again. There we go. <laughs> that's that's the full screen we want. Um, because you guys are at the Prospect at the end of tonight. Munchie, uh, give give our viewers and listeners a quick rundown. Um, what is the Prospector Theater? Prospector Theater. Five 25 words or less. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we're, we're counting. <laughs> Dedicated to providing meaningful, competitive, and integrated employment for adults with disabilities in Ridgefield, Connecticut. The operation of Social Movie Theater. Right at the goal. Right at the goal. Yep. That's 24. Oh, you get one bonus. What's the Powerball? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, but nice. fantastic, awesome movie-going experience, right, EJ? Yep. We give guests what they want, popcorn, blockbuster movies, delicious popcorn. We brought some for you all. Ah, yes, the lenses, <laughs> the lenses. Ow, my eye. Ow. It's three. Put on your Here, my mouth. Here, throw it. Oh, got all right, it. Now, I've been teased before, but never with popcorn. <laughs> Because you haven't hung out with us a lot. Look, this is what a loser is. I'm now a farmer, and I've got a shirt that says "Shuck it." So that's what oh, my nice. life is right now. Like seriously, I know you could be as jealous if you just be jelly, you know? Because I rule. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. <clears throat> so now that we kind of got way off track, and we're going to bring it all the way back, let's go to Val real quick. Val, just for our viewers and our listeners later on, introduce who you are and your role in the Prospector Theater, please. Awesome. Hello, I'm Valerie Jensen, and um, I built the Prospector Theater, uh, but I think so much, something like so much more important than the Prospector Theater is the culture within the Prospector Theater. So the Prospector is a outstandingly amazing um, movie theater with every si kind of accessibility device, to, uh, the technology to include adults with disabilities. Hundreds of people's lives have been changed from working at the Prospector Theater. 
but it's really our culture of meaningful employment, integrated, engaging, meaningful employment for adults with disabilities, which is our true sparkle. And, um, and we believe that, um, you know, we've been open as a movie theater in Ridgefield since uh, 2014. And um, we've, a lot of people have tried to replicate um, our awesomeness at our movie theater. And um, there's, a, there's a high barrier to entry to building a movie theater. And um, so we've, we've always said that like meaningful employment and the culture and philosophy of the Prospector Theater can be applied to any, any single business. And people kind of had trouble like envisioning what that meant. And so now I'm a farmer and I'm using the same principles and the same um, like culture and sparkle and um, logic that we use at the, at the Prospector. And we are having amazing results out in nature doing just what we do at the Prospector Theater. So I'm out here proving that what we did there can be done in anybody's own backyard. And I think that's what the most exciting thing that we're doing is. That's totally fucking awesome. Right? You know, and I get to like jump in the swamp water. There's this, I've got a, I got a, like a water fountain thing out there. I think it's like a water feature, whatever that is. And um, so I, uh, but I, I let it take over as a swamp because there's these awesome frogs that like hang out on the lily pads there. And so apparently like, I didn't make this phone call, but somebody called the pool person and said like, please stop coming because the owner wants it to be swampy because she like loves, is in love with like the frogs and the creatures. And the pool people said, wait, what? And then they like sent us like an email verification, like a triple verification to be like, this couldn't have been a real call. This must've been a prank. Nobody's ever said that before. <laughs> But I love it. I go right out there, and I'm, and they're like ribbit, and then they like freak out and run away. Of course, I did jump in and I me tooed one of them the other day, and like totally <laughs> kissed one in the middle of the swamp. That was kind of hard. I had to be like a cat, and I kissed. Well, well it. you kissed him. Did he turn into a prince? So um, princes, I have no use for in my life. <laughs> Absolutely none. And like, and then I was like, maybe a princess would be appropriate. Then I was like, I don't know. That's no, no, no. But a unicorn or something. Like then we'd have something. So, um, it, it, so yeah, not, that has not happened yet. But it's not really prince or princess I'm after. I don't know. Maybe like an ogre. I, I don't know. I, I don't know. <laughs> like, what are people even doing these days? I've been, a, I've been like, I don't Shrek. know, woods for a long time now. Like, what are people? Yeah, Shrek. I thought yeah, like Shrek, and you know, um, ogres playing. Doing now. We're gonna have to keep her away from you, Jeff, when you get painted green. <laughs> with the paintball, with the paintball guns, huh? Right. I'm seeing storyline story here that can go up on the screens of the Prospector Theater. And right. DJ can pop the popcorn and um, make it awesome for your movie-going experience, watching how we would respond to a toad coming to life. I got it. We all got it. Wow. Block got kind of toady. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So uh, in the theater itself, how many, is it one screen? Is it multiple rooms? Ooh, EJ knows all about that. How many how many screens here? How many theaters? Uh, we uh, uh basically we have uh, one, two, mm -hmm. and then three, upstairs three, and and three, four, 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 yeah. yep, four. So we have four, four theaters. theaters. Four. four? No kidding. Yep. Wow. 
Wow. Nice. Yeah, it is a, a multiple tent circus that we constantly have, either both at the theater and now at the farm. And um, we, do a lot. we like to have a lot going on at one time. Wow. We do a lot. We how, many can, how many can one of them see? What was that? How many can sit in one of the theaters? Pre-COVID uh, or, or post-COVID? Post <laughs> no, number of seats. I don't give a crap about the COVID yeah. numbers. Oh, okay. Uh, so 165 <laughs> is in our largest house. Yep. And then our smallest house is a an amazing 16-seater, which is yep. so wow. nice, especially when, like, you are the only person in that 16-seater. <laughs> and it's, like, it is <laughs> such luxury. And families love to go see movies together in there. Great and private rentals. Lots of people love to rent that out, watch the classics on the big screen again, and, and, and or play video games. We do video games, too, on the big screen. It is so much. And it's also when, so our ushers all meet and greet the audiences, and then they get up and make amazing, amazing usher speeches before every movie, just like they did in the golden age of cinema. And I studied a lot into what, what, like, what the big, great movie houses, movie palaces, really, of the country were doing back in the heyday. And so that's where I got them. And I visited. I went on a cross-country tour visiting old movie theaters and um, trying to capture the essence of what the architects had intended and what the, the role of the ushers and just the role of the movie theater in American culture and American life. And um, so then when we are, you know, adding the extra bonus of employing adults with disabilities who I built the theater because my friends with disabilities fucking love movies like no fucking tomorrow. These are approved words, correct? Absolutely. <laughs> well, they're approved by us. I mean, EJ might not approve of them, but I'm sorry. I know. I know. I'm sorry. I, I owe uh, I owe EJ money in the square bank, but like that's a bank that I like to fund. I don't know what this cryptocurrency is, but like I'll put money in the square bank all the time. <laughs> <laughs> it means I get to say the words. So worth it. Good investment. Oh, that's wow. awesome. Um, let's let's flip to, to Munchie real quick, if sure. we could. Yeah. So. Now that we know a little bit more about what the Prospect of Theater is all about, what is your, your role at yeah. the Prospector? I'm the um, executive director of the Okay, Prospector. come on. Do it cooler than that. Come on, do it cooler than that. Like a dancer, like Martin. Director. Like not executive oh, director. Long director. <laughs> <laughs> the name director. Yes, yes, hey, yes, don't do that. I already on. tried that. Come on. The I need there's so many years I keep making. In the city of Gotham. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Dubain. oh, now Dubane, Dubane, Dubane now. I wasn't always the executive director. I was molded by it. <laughs> <laughs> Years of this I had locked in a room. It was magical. It's fantastic. Tommy Rousseau, I did not yes. hit there. I did not. Oh, yeah, you guys. Oh. Hey, you guys, I had an ulterior motive. Do you guys know Tommy Rousseau? Yeah. No, you don't. No. Do you? Oh, 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 I know of him. I, I yeah. um, How can we set a trap for him? Can Bill Diamond build us something? Like we need a Tommy Wiseau so trap. I, I, like, <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure Bill could build something. Right. Like um, I think it'd be pretty easy too, just by like from what I've seen from like his artwork masterpieces, the room and the disaster artist. Wow. Like we want to super stalk him. So can we hashtag Tommy Wiseau or Tiki Taki or something get a message out to him. I feel like if anybody knew him, it would be you guys. I don't know why I feel that. <laughs> Bill probably does. Bill probably yeah. knows. Bill knows everybody. We're uh, yeah. we're movie people. We love movies. Love, right? Yep. 
we and you know that's what makes the prospector so magical for um for for everybody because people can connect to movies and you know we we, like all, we we it, it gives us our, our um a very um it evens the field and we have a, a communication device when we've got a movie and um, <laughs> can immediately get on the same screen and strangers like can can speak to each other about um like out in the street say what did you think of that movie how did you think that did you think that was how it was going to end and the engaging conversations that we're able to have um with adults with disabilities with our guests who come in and a constant rotating group of guests our guests are astonished and astounded and inspired and um it by the magical conversations that they have had with our prospects and the deep knowledge and passion that our prospects bring not only to their work but also to the, the to the service and to like provide complete sparkle pink glove service so everybody who walks through that door feels like they've just like went like over the rainbow it is so magic we when we opened i'm getting emotional because opening being closed for that long was really hard on everybody but you know what made it all so worth it when we we all lined up and our guests started coming in we all just cheered our heads off and it was like it was totally magical i also understand that people might not want to come to our theater because we cheer our fucking heads off when they walk in the door but <laughs> it was just like terrifying thing actually if you think about it like actually let's can we edit those live great um, <laughs> but like and we throw popcorn at people and this is like and you know the magic part of this is we've been doing this for years this is what we've always been doing and right. every time we get students come in we line up and we clap and cheer and uh it we, feels good it feel it feels good and it feels good you know you get to work and you know i know it's not set up for me i know i've just like arrived like two seconds before the school buses even though i was supposed to be there for like 45 minutes before and then i walk in and like everybody's already set up in place and so they're cheering their heads off and you know what i'll take it <laughs> <laughs> It That's is. Awesome. We high five everybody, and people <clears throat> need people, and right. uh, and we need to lean into the technology, and so that's what we're able to do at the Prospector, where you've got a passive event of sitting there and watching a movie, but is it really passive? I mean, you've got people around you for the same admission price. You could have a biker, a baker, and a Barbie doll, and you know everybody's in the same row. It's not like uh, you're at the opera or at a ball game, and you're in a box or you're at you know, you've got the, the sweet, and the you know, and movie theater, like, shit gets real. Like, you are sitting, like, everybody's sitting next to you, and that's what makes it awesome. And I love it when I sit next to, like, random strangers. Now, I'm not a weirdo that will see weirdos. <laughs> and, like, go sit next to them, and we dare each other all the time to go and do that, but we decided that's a line that we really should not cross. <laughs> and start to, like, but how entertaining is that? But Can you tell me I if will... he's wearing deodorant or not? <laughs> There's probably a smell meter like, that's already installed in this ultra-security system that Ryan put up, so we could probably... Munch is shaking his head, yep. <laughs> i tell you that, yeah. The smell of the, 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 the smell reader was a, was a little bit extra for the security system. We had to get it. But we also provide deodorant where we're happy to, uh, you know, help your wealth and uh, just demonstrate its application in society. You know, I, 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 I love your passion and the emotion you just put behind that. I'm, so I don't even I'm sorry, I'm watching lunch with the popcorn. 
Well, one, one thing you touched on, and, and, you know, you can watch a movie on Netflix and at home or, and stuff like that, but it, it, it's not the same experience, a shared experience with a movie. Yeah. We, Leo, think about, like, The Room, right? Yeah. That is not, that is not a movie that you can watch at home. You need oh, hell no. To, by yourself, you yeah. cannot understand that movie. It makes no sense. You Once need to be laughing together, singing yeah. together, experiencing it together, talking about the same jokes, discussing it in the lobby after with some extra popcorn. You're skipping some parts. Wait, 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 Munch. You're skipping some parts. Throwing the spoons at the Golden Gate. Throwing right. the spoons. Throwing the nerve. <laughs> and then having the pizza arrive. When, when he says, I already ordered the pizza, we roll in a couple of pizzas for free for everybody there to have a oh, slice nice. of pizza. We, uh, we really, like Big Lebowski, we had white Russians, right? We want to make it the experience. We want you to feel like you're living, breathing, seeing the movie. It extends beyond the silver screen into real life. EJ, myself, 97 other prospects are here to provide that experience every day. And we love it. Like before we were just making this table, EJ made this table by making the popcorn rain. EJ, you made the popcorn rain. Listen, I, I haven't seen popcorn rain in rain in too long. Oh yeah. Now make the rain on one show. I gotta get my your your technique's much better. <laughs> of course it is, because EJ's the man. I've already yeah. said that twice. So uh <laughs> Yeah, I mean I I'd uh you know <clears throat> I, I bought. A, I, I've got. A, I own a, a lot of shares of EJ stock. I got. Uh, you know, um, EJ's a superstar. EJ is a superstar, and uh, you're a very valuable employee what, here, EJ. What are all the jobs that you do, EJ? Uh, my job at Hamburger Cafe. This dance at Hamburger Cafe. Concessions Cafe. Where else do you work with Ian? With Ian, with with Al. Yep, and with and production, right? Yeah. Make you make yeah. some movies for us. Yeah, yeah. And make make movies. Yeah, you guys know EJ from what he's helped you on set for the Talking with the Dead. And that's right. Oh that's yeah, right. he's been a big help. Actually, got Scott connected. Yeah, I mean, he's the sound and lighting expert, and a true professional. Yeah, like father, and it, it, like when EJ is in work mode, work mode, EJ, I'm saying very nice things about you. Um, but they're like they're things that are they really nice? Like I'm speaking about what a great employee EJ is, and um, as are so many people with Down syndrome and. Employers either don't know how to speak to people with Down syndrome, or sometimes undervalue um, their, uh, or they think, "Oh, value's so nice to hire people with disabilities." I'm not nice. Um, uh, um, my friends with disabilities are hard workers and love their jobs and are happy when they come to work and are proud of where they work and want to work even when it's a day off. And when somebody loves their job that much, like EJ does, it makes everybody happy. it's a blessing everybody yeah. want to come back it's a blessing and just want more and i love to tell employers everywhere that look to your special olympics teams look to your um high school transition programs because hiding there um while there's an unemployment uh, there's an employment uh crisis there's so there's a there's a mismatch here because while the united states is struggling to fill entry-level um positions there are also 83 million adults with disabilities who would love for the shot at those jobs. And all it will take <clears throat> um, the employers learning how to educate and employ um, their employees, how to onboard them, how to um, 
you know, make a culture great so that um, people with disabilities actually are not just like mimicking work, but they are working and adding so much value. EJ right. does a lot of things that I cannot do, things that I should not do, things that I've been told never to do again. <laughs> <laughs> like make the popcorn. <laughs> I mean, I'm speaking of popping the popcorn. I don't know if it's thought I was speaking about it. Um, it's very hard to use that big papa. It is like, you know, it is an industrial ass, like popcorn machine that like- Wait, wait. Like, you just, you just totally, totally went over the, the names of the popcorn machine. Oh, go for it. Big Papa and two pops of corn. Wow. Yeah. Okay. For enthusiasm, guys. We spent a lot of time on that. Woohoo! Sorry. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Good job. Say, what would you have named? What did you name your giant popcorn machine? Yeah. I don't have a giant popcorn machine. That's what we had to do. We had a name after. And uh, and I can't do it. It burns, and I panic, and I, I either I either pull the trigger too fast, and I dump the the hot the, the the hot popcorn kernels in, or like I wait too long, and then like the fire department is there, and all the lights are going off, and everyone's like, no, how'd Val get to the popcorn machine again? And I'm like, no, all that going on. So you know what, guys? You know what? I tell people this all the time. <coughs> Sometimes whenever people take my advice on this, they're like, holy fuck, everybody should know about this. And I'm like, tell me about it. The best ticket in town, best ticket in the world, is not a ticket. It's the Prospector Theater anytime we're open um, 365 days a year. Buy yourself a nice old Pepsi and a nice bucket of EJ Pop popcorn, and then sit on the seating step in the lobby and watch the show within the show within the show within the show as a spectator, just watching this magical um, choreography and really simple of all um unlikely um you know unlikely um employees working so beautifully together to figure out the key he is helping people whatever the ability is let's forget about that like let's fill in that gap someplace else is it another person with them is it a piece of technology it's is it like something in their that we can help them with like let's give it to them and what um that like it is it, it worked. What we would do for it, it really works. Not only for people with disabilities. It's a universal design. Everybody's better once they think creatively and once we all get totally like on the same mission and have the same principles and goals and culture. And uh, when we all paddle that boat together, um, we have made um, just, um, an incredible impact already. And um, but you know we're just getting started. And um, we're realizing. Yeah, it's totally amazing. There's one other gentleman that's hiding off screen. If we go to full screen, we can see him. Right. Right. There he is. And that would be George. Um, I I, EJ's dad, George. But uh, tell us a little bit about your role um, at the Prospector Theater. My role? I yes. father. That's a big enough role as it oh, is. Oh, George. George. No, he's your father. Come on, we've been through this. The, uh, I would also say one thing to add to what Val said is a very important aspect of the prospector is the friendships that are developed and the community that uh, all the prospects develop amongst themselves. I mean, that is so critical. I mean, you see the friendships, you see the growth, you see them razzing on each other. They just have a life just as we do. And it's really, uh, it's really, you know, it, it's heartwarming. 
Those, and those relationships are the real deal, the real deal. And when I tell people and they see me out with like my friends with um, Down syndrome or autism, oh my God, and they say, oh Val, you're so nice. And I'm like, that was not nice. Like, I love, like people, um, I my best friends have disabilities. And like, cause I don't, like we're like best friends. And we have like such a good time. We love working together. Our creativity together, it's so high. It's like, oh. That's so sad. I'm like, what? I'm sad about that. It's like very happy. I think, like, it's um, it's you know, and so the relationships are real, and they're not they're not built on um, on anything other than shared interests, shared joys, and um, the, the wanting to make the world a better place. And those are, I think, those are very you know admirable um, qualities, and they're great oh, you know, in, in times cool. just for friend, you know, as friendship. Oh, you gotta watch watch the what well, you gotta watch the video with the, that's the uh, Fast and Furious video about. There's that a, was actually hilarious. Okay, so can I tell you something? So I I did the stunts on that. So that that's, that yeah. car, um, but that thing took a beat. But it was, yes, we uh, saw the aftermath of it sitting on the table during our tour. Yeah, it's 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 in the, we made a shop since then. <laughs> <laughs> So to the audience that might not know, um, I'm not familiar, like I, I, I don't know how, but like I lost my game on the remote control cars like 10 years ago and uh, kind of forgot about them. And then I, I saw something on the, 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 the ticky tube and it was like these like speed racer remote control cars that people were like, taking to like cheetah level. Like, like They're the fastest like, RC fast cars I've ever, like ever. And creature like fast, like, it goes, this thing goes 90 miles an hour. And I was like, once I learned about that on the, the Tiki space, and I don't know if it was real or not, and I was like, go bring me some of these cars. And did. And they are, like, I can't believe the horsepower that these things had. We, um, and they, uh, so yeah. perfect to use for Fast and Furious. And it actually, like driving that thing on the side of the cliff, that was, that was piloted by Aaron Miller. And Aaron is, um, he also works at Gemstone Farm. And we're supporting him through, um, he's taking classes to be auto mechanic at a local community college. Awesome. And so, like, he's the perfect pilot to drive that, like, stunt car, like, over the, because he needed it to hug it so close to the edge of that rock wall. And so, like, you know, not everybody has that. That is a skill. And not, not flip it until it was ready to be flipped. And any of the movie producers or directors know that that is, like, that is easy, that is easier said than done. But it is fucking fun when you've got an 85 mile an hour like car. And then uh, my 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 Jeep was in the stunts in the end, and it like it has all of that like mud on it. And um, but the thing is that mud was already there. It was because I go four wheeling in it. So then when uh, when in when we use it as like the stunt car for Fast and Furious, I'm like, oh, she's already dressed. And then uh, then that was spray chalk that I uh, that I put on it. And I mean, it looked like a badass, and I forgot that it was like that. And I had emergency, like drive like a hundred miles an hour because my son was in the hospital. And then later, after I got to the hospital, I was like, oh my gosh, if any police officer had seen me going a hundred miles an hour in a car that has got so much mud on it, it looks like concrete. And it's got this weird scribble scrabble of like, spray, like they would have shot my wheels out. <laughs> They could catch me. <laughs> Perfect, Fast and Furious. And then I got to power wash it off later, and that was like the most thing ever. Like you could stop power wash porn. That's ridiculously good stuff. 
Wow. Uh, I do have the uh, the video and it is awesome. I'm. Uh, do you guys mind if I play it? And then uh, we have an ad we need to play. Oh, yeah. Rock. Go ahead. Go ahead and play. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. So that's Gabe narrate for you. Yeah. So I really had to take my life in my hands because he needed to rev the engine. Car, so you'd have to run over. <laughs> and also, Gabe was there with That's the car I drove 100 miles an hour on Route 84. It's uh, movie time. I was Bosch Bagdad Vito. Okay, that was Gabe's son. The only place to watch F9 Fast Saga Prospector Theater. Let us take the driver's seat as we treat you to the high-octane, full-throttle movie experience. Tickets available online at www.prospectortheater.org. How, how awesome are those boots? And, uh, and yeah, how sick was that, you guys? How sick? That's, that, that was, was great, awesome. actually. That was really cool. That was really cool. <laughs> so you had mentioned that you guys had been closed for a long time. And then you got to do this grand reopening. Um... And I think Leo has a clip that we found from the grand reopening. Uh oh. Uh... Found footage. <laughs> Is that, uh, where's that? Listen, you're just the monkey behind the keyboard. You can't figure out which button to push again. Oh, you, you, I, what clip? Oh, nice. can... <laughs> Not the commercial. The, yeah, yeah. The, from the, the Today Show? Yes. Okay. Yes, that footage. You gotta let's, give me a little more warning than that. Leo, hey, Leo, slap him. Leo, yeah. it's, it's past commercial break, so why don't you play the, the Today Show oh. footage that we have of this wonderful theater? Hold on, let me find it. Oh, see? Next time we go to the Prospector Theater for their publication department, that's all I'm going to say. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> this is the one with, um, with Harry Smith, or which the, um, the one with Harry Smith, like, literally like the frog got my throat like i had not seen that much to like anybody in like the past two years and so i was so overjoyed with like seeing so many prospects come back that i totally lost my voice <laughs> and so i was like with my last Americans. i'm giving this interview to harry smith who is an amazing 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 man who totally gets it and he's been he's just he's so, he's so great it was just a thrill to have him there covering us. Finally, are returning to theaters this summer season thanks to vaccines and movies like A Quiet Place 2, Cruella, and this weekend's highly anticipated In the Heights. For my real. money, there is not a better place in the country to watch a movie and to meet the staff than at the extraordinary theater Harry Smith visited for our That's Sunday right. Spotlight. The Great Emergence. No, not that one. Us, coming out of our respective COVID cocoons. It is indeed a big deal. Celebrity interviewer TJ works the crowd. What movie are you guys seeing? I'm seeing the scary one. For patrons and for employees of the Prospector Theater in Ridgefield, Connecticut, opening again was a reason to celebrate. Emily has worked here for more than five years. I haven't been in person in 15 months, and I'm so happy to be back. He's a rock star. It's so exciting. The staff here is tight-knit, 
People who identify as having a disability are the rule here, not the exception. The best part by working here is I love working with my friends and family. You feel like folks here are? Oh, yeah, definitely. Our team are like family to me. Yeah. There's no place like home. A family whose ever-exuberant matriarch, Val Jensen, founded this place. Meaningful employment is life. Meaningful employment is happiness. Jensen worked with adults with disabilities for years. She knew they could exceed expectations. When you give somebody a purpose in life and a mission, it makes life that much better. If you're a customer at the Prospector, you will quickly grow accustomed to a first-class experience. We need more employers to understand how to speak to people with disabilities, how to make accommodations. Sometimes accommodations are so simple. Sometimes the employees bring their own accommodations. I'm Allie Wood, and I'm an usher and a projectionist. Fantastic. Right? Wow. How long have you used that? All my life, pretty much, but since college with the iPhone and the app. Allie and the rest of the staff here have a message to share. And I help show our country that adults with disabilities are more than capable of having a job and being successful. I can speak in front of people just like anybody else. You gave me goosebumps. So stop with the streaming and binging already. Emerge. I think a lot of us right now are going to feel like the butterfly. The world can be that much more magical. At least I feel like a butterfly. (laughs) Come back, people. Please come back. We love to see you. We do. For Sunday Today, Harry Smith, Ridgefield, Connecticut. We have been to the Prospector many, many times. It is a truly wonderful place. Harry, thank you very much. Um, thank you for showing that. Um, that was, uh, that was, <laughs> you know, Harry Smith came to us for NBC Night in, uh, 2015. And, um, when, when, when we aired, it was, uh, we had a huge watch party and when it aired immediately, our phones started ringing and we really felt like for the first time, we really felt like, um, like people were paying attention and we got flooded with inquiries for how to build, how to build the product. It really, it brought us international attention, which was wonderful for us. And it was the kind of esteem boosting that we, like we really needed, because it's hard to be a startup and we're, and we're building a business and everybody says, that's gonna fucking fail so fast, it's not even gonna be funny. And uh, you know, here I am like in 2021 and I'm like, F9, Fast and Furious, it is fucking funny. And the theater worked, the mission worked, the sparkle worked. Hundreds of people's lives and people from all over the world contact us saying, help us build one, how to do this, or just thanking us and telling us the stories of their lives and how much like their sibling um, who had a disability, um, if they had a job, how much they loved their job, or if the sibling has passed or the child has passed, saying like, if my child was alive, this would be where I would want them to be. And I say to that, yeah. And that's why I built it. And that's why I built it like that. Um, I believe that a lot of our, um, our mental health and our, um, our emotional um, intelligence is human. It, we, have, we need more interaction to do things, to engage and bring people together in fun, meaningful, competitive, like awesome way. Like we have several unconventional that we, and games that we use 
um, theaters to to make it ass awesome to come into the theater because you can't do what you do in the Prospector Theater anywhere else. And sometimes or you should not do. And here's the problem <laughs> right now. When the Fast and Furious franchise came out in 2016, you know, we like to do like little have little games and stuff or play within the theater. So I thought like I went to the dollar store and I got these frisbees. And so I was like, ooh, frisbee can also be a steering wheel. That is so awesome. So I got like all these frisbees and the first twenty people like got in so they could like drive along with Fast and Furious, right? And I was like, wow, this is gonna be so magical, whatever. Until the first motherfucker decides to use the frisbee like a frisbee <laughs> in the movie theater. And and uh another like ah! so then the frisbees had to be taken away and that's why <laughs> But like so we did not do that again. But um but so but but you know, for every one bad idea we have, we have like a hundred magical ideas. And we set up video games and so we've got people who um, are like very unlikely um, unlikely people to ever interact ever in the actual world. Suddenly we've made this um, perfect like universe where um, where we can um, introduce the sparkle and the talents of adults with disabilities in a very palatable and very like positive and very uplifting form so people can really envision like what their employee would look like, what they can Right. Your passion is absolutely amazing. <clears throat> absolutely, yeah. yeah. Leo, if yes, people sir. want to find out if people want to find out more about the Prospector Theater. Ah, well, you can head up to the show notes up above or down below, depending on where you're watching or listening to us. And we do have an ad. Should be should we now play it? Well, yeah. um, yes, and, and we uh, we got a, an audio ad that will be running on the podcast platform for our podcast li- listeners. <clears throat> And we wanted to do something a little bit special here uh, because of everything that these amazing people are doing. So our producer, Leo, grabbed some pictures and he put together with their audio ad a little uh, commercial ad that we'll be running on the live show for them as well. Oh, it animated. <laughs> yeah. Did you know around 83% of Americans with disabilities are unemployed? We are changing that. The Prospector Theater is a 501c3 nonprofit dedicated to providing competitive and integrated employment for adults with disabilities through the operation of a first-run movie theater in Ridgefield, Connecticut. We greet, seat, and treat our audiences to the best, most accessible movie-going experience in the world. Hollywood blockbusters, delicious gourmet popcorn, and one-of-a-kind pink glove service. Join us for a movie and see our sparkle in action. For more information or to purchase tickets, visit www.prospectortheater.org. Awesome and thank you a zillion. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Well, well, it was a, it was a combined effort. Um, Mike was nice enough to get the audio end of that over to us for the podcast side of of commercial advertising. Yep. And Leo, and, you did a bang up fucking job. And Leo, well, the Mister, and I, and you guys see, you guys have your eye candy over there. We have ours over there. Now, may I show the video that I made of you guys? What? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's some dark Don't scam me like there. that. <laughs> Holy <laughs> crap! Funny. I was gonna say, wait a minute. I don't remember signing any release forms. Country <laughs> <laughs> on the farm is like a release. So I- <laughs> right? <laughs> touche, George. Touche. <laughs> 
So, um, what inspired you at the beginning to even try to do this? Um, so my, my younger sister, um, has Down syndrome and, um, and so I know that like how difficult it was growing up in, um, pre ADA, pre Adults with Disabilities Act 1990. And, um, I really, um, how really very difficult that was um, to be a sibling of um, when people did not understand Down syndrome. Well, definitely my sister, they wanted to put her into an institution. My parents said, no way. So that was like those institutions like Willowbrook and whatnot, they were not that long ago. And, um, and a lot of people have very negative stereotypes and very, like, very, um, very, like, very, um, Lot of shame and embarrassment surrounding um, disability, and I, 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 I don't see it like that. And I see a lot of the, the magic and the sparkle and the fun. And so I've always like my parent, like my father taught my my twin sister and I like how to fight, and we fought on the bus and stuff. Somebody would call like my sister retarded. Like we and we would get like we got into my sister's like for everything except for fighting because somebody called my sister retarded, you know, and that was like, you got a trophy in my house for that. So we, uh, you know, it was, and I, I thought that like a lot of the problems I could have, like was, it was a lot very, I was very angry at people do who didn't understand people with disabilities and many people didn't. Um, my sister was never able to go to the same public school that my, that, uh, and actually same, same public school, ironically, that EJ went to. And um, it's a wonderful school now, but back in the day, it was hard for siblings to have to be separated and to go so far away just because people didn't have the programs. But um, learning has advanced so much. And, and uh, you know, people with, with Down syndrome are only really getting test driven, I think, in this generation right now. Because beforehand, there's only like a 25-year uh, life expectancy when my sister was born in, uh, in 1979, if I'm getting that correctly. But um, that's because people with Down syndrome were historically um, doctors did not have to operate, even with life-saving um, conditions. If somebody had a disability, that was le that was the law. That was legal to deny somebody with Down syndrome um, medical. And also, people were like locked in institutions, like Willowbrook, where thank goodness Geraldo, um, you know, opened the the um, the did the expose on that. So, um, so people with Down syndrome, they also did not know until like Emily Kingsley did stuff on Sesame Street that um, people with Down syndrome could even read. They did not, and, and you know, I've got, um, I, I've got friends with disabilities who are, um, you know, are, are far superior readers to most of the other people that I know. So, um, you know, so I think that like, history has not been kind to this moment in, uh, you know, 2021, the year is 2021. And I think now, um, like people will start to look at people with disabilities as, Part of the missing link that we've always overlooked the, the 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 diamonds in the rough that we have right in front of us and once we're able to mine for that sparkle then we can do whatever we want and we can help break so many people from the chains of unemployment and poverty which helps the whole community people's mental health and wellness and you know it just helps the economy and it helps um, just to have a more diverse and vibrant society like can I get a hell yeah? Hell yeah! Hell yeah! But what? What? Did, did, well, there's another picture there. in here. Yeah, is is that a gremlin? Oh, it's Bill. Hi, Bill. Bill. Hey, Bill. Hello, hey. Bill. 
He's on uh, his phone. Hi, Val. Hello. Very nice to see you, sir. Yeah. He needs a better phone. He's uh, communicating us to us from the rover, huh? <laughs> hey, guys. Looks like he hit the whiskey already. Oh, he's got Scott behind him. That's even. That's what. That's oh, yeah. what's going on hey, there. Scott. Are you guys in a, in a in a trailer or a van or something? Hey, guy. Bodega. How's <laughs> 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 business? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's um he's sketchy. Bill EJ was waving to you. Hey EJ. Hey, Bill. Hey, guys. How you doing, Bill? Hey, Bill. Bill and EJ have is just about if I've ever seen in my life. Absolutely. Although, I will say, when we showed up at the farm, I got the first hug from EJ. You know what? There's got to be a trophy somewhere that we can engrave. (laughs) I, I just, I mean, I was blown away. I didn't think that would ever happen. I figured I'd get knocked over as he went to Bill, but no, I got the first hug from EJ. Are you sure he wasn't falling down the hill? No, that's when I lost my phone. I saw him step in, oh. I saw him step in the way. Oh good. oh, good. It's good to see you got, you got out of the woods. That's good. I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. After you, yelled at, after you yelled at Jeff about the way he was driving the uh, Polaris. <laughs> could have gone faster. Come on. I was looking for a phone. What? Maybe after you saw my Furious 9, uh, our, our Furious 9 commercial there, maybe you can come over and we can go like six miles an hour next time in there. <laughs> <laughs> And we still look for your phone. <laughs> Two for one. Wow. <laughs> we have, I've got helmets. No insurance, but I got helmets, you know. <laughs> I got helmets. I told my wife was very jealous. <laughs> oh, so this oh, is... There's, so there's another diamond behind a diamond over there. Yeah, there's like 12 carrots here. It's fantastic. <laughs> now, who's that now? <laughs> That's Richie. Uh, 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 Richie. Yep. Yeah. What's up, Rich? He's a talented one in the family. Right? Gosh, if I have not met the talented okay. one yet, then what kind of wizard are you? <laughs> More like a warlock. Nice. <laughs> Now you wow. mentioned uh, Fast Nine multiple times, but what? Uh, so Fast Nine's playing this weekend. What else is playing this weekend? We're getting uh, Boss Baby, the Boss Baby too. Oh my gosh! Oh nice, God, the Boss Baby. I, I am so excited for like you know what it does. It, it so it all comes down to the weather, really. I'm glad to have Boss Baby or whatever that is, and the Peter Rabbit too, and all that. But it doesn't even matter. If it's get hot, people are going to come to the movies. <laughs> well, we're getting we're getting Black Widow next week. Nice. Oh, you are. Nice. So it's it's turning oh, it's oh, turning yeah. up here. We're getting some good. Right. Yeah. Jaws. We're doing Jaws. Yeah, I saw that. So what are, are you really? Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh! Earlier, you guys about like the communal experience about. There's nothing like hearing yeah. the first and like hearing the <laughs> go wild goosebumps and like then every time you hear like people are, ah! and like and the theater's packed 
And then we've got Joe, who um, he was the voiceover on the on the movie that you made. And um, Joe method acts and he becomes Quint. He doesn't from- shave for like weeks so that he can perfectly get the mutton chop. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's and awesome. He gets up in front of the audience and he does yeah. perfect. The whole you Yeah. You know, like the 28, like 128 men went into the water that day. Well, like eight men came out. But um, like he. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, yes. 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 Um. It is like. You know, unbelievable. And Bill was so generous, and 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 EJ, EJ, EJ's friend Bill was so generous, and you let us borrow like Jaws itself, and like all those explosion barrels, and like everything. And we had that as a special feature of our lobby, so people could come in, and then we gave them like people the beers, whatever the kind from that, and like having the your Jaws there was like fucking having awesome jaws there and you yeah. make such another element of sparkle that you know brighten people's days and make them want to leave the house and come out and so you know this covid thing that we're getting over and trying to get people to come back out like we've been trying to get people to come out for a long time and we got good at it and like people need to come out more than ever now so when people right. come in when you go to the prospector you know you've got a friend like you 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 like you automatically it's it's such a happy place and it's such a positive um we're 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 when i create jobs i didn't make like any ordinary jobs like i wanted to make kick-ass jobs because i was sick and tired of like the best jobs people with disabilities like maybe you could be cashier in the grocery store but unlikely not if you can't do any math or if you can't read and so if you can't do that you're going to be a bagger and um i knew that life could be better than that and i knew that we could do better than that And I knew that if we took something that people love, the movies, which is a constant, ever-changing source of um, content that people want to see, the studios are wonderful in what they in what they put out. We really like it when they put only on the big screen. But you know, but you know, we have um, there's something that cannot streaming, um, and we're leaning into the streaming. We're making our own Sparkle Vision TV channel. But being a movie, as the director had intended with all of the studio bells and whistles and stuff on the big screen and hearing like yeah. people's reactions, people's laughter, laughter is contagious, laughter feels good, or people screaming because it's so scary. That's more scary and that is good too. And um, that's what you do well now. Together in a movie theater, yet right. be that far apart in the pitch dark. So like, together, yet, yet, yet. And uh, it's just, it's a great recipe, especially for what did, we just lost Jeffrey. We oh, somebody did, must have somebody must have called his wife's phone. Yeah, I heard it ringing right before he hopped off. <laughs> it was probably Bill. He's like, one too many people in here, and it's Jeff. <laughs> so Leo, yes, Leo actually had the opportunity of interviewing the gentleman that played um, Alex Kittner, right? Oh yeah, Jeffrey Voorhees. Je- Jeffrey yeah. Voorhees. Alex Kittner was the little kid on the raft at the beginning of Jaws that got oh, eaten. Oh. Yeah. Um, Where'd I go? And I totally traumatized. Like, where's that kid now? Like, is he? One he of- actually lives uh, about thirty minutes south of me in Massachusetts, down on well, um, even Martha's be- Vineyard. Even better, he lives on the beach where he got eaten, and he yes. he, he has a restaurant there. Yes, oh, he right. does. 
like on this beach and stuff. Like he opened like a tiki bar, like with the jaws. <laughs> uh, he actually, I, I got to watch the interview that Leo did with him. Um, he said that people bring him all kinds of crazy stuff, like pieces of the raft, and you know, really. And oh, yeah, and he, awesome. he signs them for him, and yeah, he's uh. He's actually a hell of a nice guy. Yeah, he, he gave us some uh, insider uh, news about the movie as well. So uh, everybody knows that the shark kept on breaking down, and they didn't know why. Well, he let us know that him and his friends, because they were locals, they grew up there, him and his friends would break into the garage where they kept a shark, and they'd jump on it and play on it at night You know, after filming. And then next day to be like, why is the shark broke? It's broke again. And then every night they, you know, they'd go and uh, hop on it. You know, you <laughs> Bill, know Bill's like, hmm, really? Be <laughs> thanked because I think that that shark's name was Bruce. Is that is that right? Yep. And um, yes, I think it that it's like Steven Spielberg probably made the most boss move of his whole entire life. Well, when you know what the you not, know what the shark's name is? That's why it was called Bruce. Because the element of fear was so much greater in our imagination than what the and so probably like those kids busting up the the shark. Steven Spielberg's like, you know what, this fucking thing does not work anyway. But let's just like move. Take you know why it was called Bruce? No. And that's what he a black. <laughs> she's <laughs> totally. She's totally not listening to you, Bill. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, uh, no, I don't know. Uh, what? Why was he yeah, called Bruce? You know why? You want to know why it was called Bruce? Yeah. Say yes. It was, it was named after Spielberg's lawyer. <laughs> oh Makes sense. Oh. That's true. Play, true. Play with me. Is that real? That is hilarious. That I want to get dark and I want to name it after my lawyer. Actually, <laughs> actually like, I need Edward. Megalodon. Is that like, can I get that like on the dark web of Megalodon? Because I think sure. I want to. I'm sure, I'm sure <laughs> if you just. Well, I, was build build it for you. I was just going to say, Bill can probably build it for you. In my life. <laughs> I need a Megalodon. You make can, or can Listen, you on your pot farm? If you, if, you, if you build her a Megalodon, Bill, just let us know when you're building it so that we don't jump in the lake on the farm. Now, what fun would that be? Right. <laughs> oh my. We'll feed it the others. Uh, <coughs> uh, Bill. Yeah. Hey, George. Hey, Billy. You're just asking, what are you doing today? Yeah, what are you doing? We've, we've been busy with all kinds of stuff. We've had shots flying the drone all over the place. You what? Wait, what did you just say? You couldn't have just said what I thought you said. Actually, actually, if you see this, I don't know if you can see this. See, that's George. <gasps> wow. Wait. What? Mustang, is that Where did you find that? Wow. Oh, the Italian-American network. Look who's standing next to you, George. Italian-American? Oh my God! Is that Rudy Giuliani? <laughs> <laughs> were they, George? Were you one of those parties where you guys got all dressed up? No. <laughs> no. no. I don't judge. God, that that was a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> George, you have you have um, you have aged very 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 well, I, and um, it. Uh, I wish like the you from that picture like knew what an awesome rock star you would become like when you grew up. 
Jordan and I don't age, we go backwards. Benjamin Buttons. Yeah, I'm on. Benjamin Button. Since I'm a time traveler, you know, time means nothing to me. <laughs> it works. I always thought you reach a certain level and then you start to go backwards. Uh, it, it's trying to get you to go forwards, Jeff. <laughs> I was waiting. I was waiting for something. Yeah, well, it, I knew it wouldn't be long. We <laughs> don't even ask Ben. He don't move. Wow. Wow. Are you guys all in the same house right now or no? No, we're everywhere. No. Like all the basements? I'm in uh, Plymouth, Mass., Jefferson, Halifax, Mass., Leo's over near Mystic, Connecticut. Uh, we know that the prospector is in Ridgefield. You're in uh, Wilton. Right on. And, right. and Mr. Diamond is wow, good down on the Hudson. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Oh, You're located everywhere. You are a this is a yeah, global but, uh, event. But, uh, yeah. News yeah. Connecticut is yeah. the most recognized recreational marijuana. Yes. Yeah. That's big news, right? Huge news. this with Massachusetts um, opening up to. Uh, so, like, what, 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 what should we expect to happen? Like, this sounds magical. What, Absolutely what? nothing for at least two, <laughs> two or three years. Don't worry, we got you covered. <laughs> so they said. <laughs> I've got a medical marijuana card, and let me tell you something. When I I didn't know what kind of a like a, like a weird ass like shit show I was gonna be walking into when I went to the dispensary. Like I had these ideas of like you know like parking garage type transactions going on because you know this is. Kind of <laughs> and then I like went in there and I go to the one in Westport. Holy smokes! It is like a beautiful lobby of a boutique hotel. It is the staff is super professional, super helpful super like they take their time with you they like explain to you what you've got there people ever and like i just want to like live there <laughs> yeah you guys definitely get the whiskey <laughs> a couple times i've been there in the parking lot ready to go in or like you know see like and and i see people in the park like walk into this um that looks like they're struggling with some degenerative illnesses and they are going in for their um, relief. It's their relief is being able to um, to take their um, I don't know what what are the what are, smoke their bombs or however they ingest their, their whatever they're smoking, uh, so they can you know have quality life and, right. and have and have have like some comfort from the pain and have something that's natural and that helps and helps them to eat and helps some of our, um, my friends. Um, swear by it for um for seizures seizures have stopped with yes. it and it's um but you know but it was still even even for people who really very much need it it is so hard to get any kind of mental health help in this country. and so many um you know people want to distance themselves from um from even getting involved in the mental health um discussion and so it was still even very difficult for people who desperately needed it with documented proof to get a medical marijuana card just because our doctors are not up like they need to better educate our mental health providers and our our doctors about the merits of uh of uh, of uh, appropriate marijuana um, that it can absolutely be widely people's lives are changed for the better with this and so my hope with with um like well actually my real hope is that like we become dazed and confused like everywhere and like <laughs> <laughs> and like that, he's definitely there, and he's like, all right, all right. and I'll be like, I'm expecting you, and like, I'll be, you know, I can play 
Why bore you guys? So, uh... But, as I know, that's probably not going to happen. Oh um, my god, yeah, we love you. At least it will be easier for people who need the medical marijuana to get it through the recreational, like, path. And then if people don't want to self-disclose that they've got, like, an injury or if they've got a... Um, a disability because a lot of people still don't want to disclose because it's a scary world and they don't want to be like have their like you know id taken when doing it but still medical grade appropriate regulated um marijuana like now they've got we got a, a safe way to get that and what a great gift to be able to educate the population about the health benefit and merit that this that's, that's part of our mission now that's what we've been working on that's what we're trying to do yeah Rock on. I'm right here. I'm right here beside you. It is a... Uh, the whole thing is about educating and in an entertainment form of how to let them know all the things that are out there and the right things that are for them. Right, right. Now, uh... And it's, um, you know, it's it's very scary world out there. <laughs> and, uh, and, you know, who knows what kind of smoke kids are smoking right now. And, like, you know, you hear things get getting laced with this, that, and the other thing. And I watch Breaking Bad, so I pretty much know everything. <laughs> <laughs> I think Leo had yeah. a question. No, no, I, I was just going to say, so uh, from what I understand, now I'm not a lawyer, but from the articles I've read with Connecticut, uh, as of July 1st, so this week, it becomes legal in Connecticut, from what I've read. Right, uh, and so... Yes. I, now so we can film in Connecticut. Like, look like... <laughs> Wild. like what's gonna happen to my like little boutique court is it gonna be like all of like everybody who is gonna go to home goods is now gonna go over to my little nice <laughs> my nice little oasis of well, like won't happen that no. No. so, so take a couple of years yeah yep. so so from what I understand the uh they like if you get a uh, stopped and you have it on you, you know, there's going to be no charge after July 1st. Uh, and then from what I understand, next year is uh, when they're going to allow dispensaries to open. It usually takes, you know, it takes about 18 months to two years. Yeah. Right. For that to happen. Right. And right. So does medical, and re so I've been to the one in Massachusetts, like, I don't know, it looks like, um, there were like pre, pre COVID, and, and people were already seemed to be forming six foot each other. Like the, the the line was like wrapped around the block, like like ten times. Like that's how much of a call and fight. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, when you have the right product like, and you put the right entertainment behind it, like hippies protest, like grow your hair out, hippies. Let's go, you know, light them up if you got them. Like, why is it taking so long? It doesn't make any sense to me. Government. It's, the, it's just the government work. It's the way the licenses work. It takes them a while to, once they approve, a, uh, approve that they'll do it in the state, then they have to put a commission together. And it takes them uh, at least 18 months to put that commission together to get the, the bylaws out for the towns to even know what to do. Oh, right. Because then people are going to sue you. Because then the, the neighbors, not, they'll get the NIMBY people who like the idea of the dispensaries and the medical marijuana, but not in our backyard. And so that probably, like, that right. probably... Takes do. a little while. They'll all go, they'll turn away from it, and then they'll turn back for it. So that's usually... Right. Right. The government is adding value by making those regulations. <clears throat> They're putting in unnecessary hoops. And as a result, um, like, it's not going to work as, as intended. Well, they want it to work because that's how they make money. So they will make it happen. <coughs> but <laughs> they got to make you jump through hoops. Yeah. Uh, right, right. So I, I'm reading uh, the... 
the release right now. Uh, the other thing is home grow. Uh, you'll be able to grow up to six plants uh, indoors uh, starting October 1st, 2021. Yeah, but what that means, Leo, is you're only allowed three males and and three immature plants. So that's what it, what it means. I, yeah, I stick to the I stick to the bees and uh, not the birds. I don't know about the male. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I got like I got my bee socks on right now because we're doing a lot of bee stuff, and uh, and all my bee books. I drew a picture of a bee. I, and you know what I did last week, you guys? One of my hives took off because they're the party hive, and they took over an apple. And so then um, I I pet the swarm of bees with my hand, and I, like I just like went in and like, pet it, and it felt like fairy wings underneath my hand. How cool is that? Like that's how bad that's how Breaking Bad I am. Well, that gives you good buzz. And then, yeah, I got so buzzed. Like, I could drink a long time ago, but I was so buzzed. And it felt so magical. Nice looking at the hive bees and just seeing them all, like, standing around, like, protecting their queen. And bees are lucky because bees are born. They know what their job is. And, like, they, they work together, like, in, a, in that hive to bring the sweetness out into the world. And honey's got such therapeutic qualities to it. And, uh, you know, that's my mission at Gemstone Farm. Once the movie the movies... Um, the movies looked like were, it was uncertain if movie theaters were going to collapse. It was un uncertain if we were going to have any more content. We certainly could not have um, as 120 prospects working at the theater with COVID uh, restrictions and whatnot. So many people with immune, are immunocompromised anyway who have disabilities and on our staff. So, you know, we, um, we went and we, um, we made more jobs at the farm. And so we got these nine beehives and, uh, and we made ma maple syrup and, we have 70 chickens out there that are laying blue eggs. You know the chickens do that? They lay blue eggs. We um, saved two baby lambs from the slaughter um, a couple weeks ago. They're named Darth Vader and Bubblegum because, like, it doesn't <laughs> yet. I have not yet dyed the pink one, the white one pink because I've been preempted. <coughs> but we've got the beet juice in the refrigerator ready to make the So it's going to look like Darth Vader and, like, is chasing around Bubblegum. I mean, come on. Come on. <laughs> I'll that. But back, but back. Well, there's apparently a lot of buzz going on out there. Right? I, wow. The, the, the success that I think that uh, that uh, that mental health and to um, you know the um, the advancement of um, marijuana as a as a treatment and or you know and, uh, is I would like to uh, hook up with a. A, a grower or a, uh, a distributor, and I'd like to provide the honey that, uh, or, or like honey lollipops that are infused with um, somebody else's because I do not grow it here. Or... We got we got you covered. <laughs> we'll talk more and, about uh, that. So, like, I think that that would be because you know doing like maple syrup, like old school way, like the people the pilgrims did, like I do, is really hard work. Like, Why did really he vanish? Oh, now he's back. Really hard work. But, um, and so you have to have a greater mission. And so the, the great mission that we had at Gemstone Farm was to put prospects to work at the farm. And we never shut down because we're a farm. Outside, like the, the joy that we had of being able to be together outside through the dark part of, of the, you know, the year 2020, unbelievable um, difference in everybody's life and the meaningful employment that we were able to make maple syrup while we're making the good jobs and keep everybody Bye, moving. and Bye, Bill. So if we could like you know if we could infuse that with um with something that's therapeutic like um like like marijuana and then we would be getting a win 
because people who really need this to stay in life or to have, you know, a, a, a future, um, it would be our bees that, that help to deliver that. And <laughs> that's, if that's awesome. That do, then it makes what we do even stronger. Because yeah, I'll tell you, you guys have you guys have amazing maple syrup. Right. We so got good. we got we got a free free taste test bottle to bring home when we had the tour of the farm, and um, yeah, I got vanilla oh, ice cream. I got I got to get more. I, you know what? Um, some we're we're looking into um, Prosper's just looking into buying a uh, ice cream truck business because like why wouldn't we? And <laughs> <laughs> And um, this kid that we're that we're uh, that we're looking to buy the business from, he's 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 like hard working kid has rocked, it. and he's uh, he gave me a cup of shade. Like, what in this? That hot outside, and then I poured the maple syrup over it, and like I had the most sweet and delicious, uh, like you know, snack ever. And knowing that, like the hard work and love and dedication and careful like boiling of the maple syrup and the thousands of gallons of sap that we had to go through like made that made, made it so extra magic and right, then we right. couldn't popcorn so we looked to the backyard saw the maple trees and we was like well fucking it's on maple trees let's go <laughs> <laughs> and so like i'm crazy enough as it is and so then people were like walking by and you know when you make maple syrup it smells like cotton candy everywhere around you and so you're like walking by and you're like, no, that can't be possible. It can't be true. And then I fly in and my hair is like, oh, and I'm like, huh? And I feel like, ah, it's really Wonka. <laughs> <laughs> and so, but I look across, like I'm across between Willy Wonka and the Wicked Witch who steals Hansel and Gretel. And so it's, <laughs> but it's amazing. Like the sugar maple facial oh. got to come out. Like. Not in a Tom Sawyer Huckleberry Finn. Like I'll let you take five dollars and you can like check out the maple sugar shit. No, <laughs> you're just running up the mountain and down the mountain through like the hell. Oh my! Hard work. Oh. But what you know? But what in life is valuable that isn't hard work? Like what I've learned over the years is like yes, there's a lot of shit that money can buy, and money can buy some nice flashy, you know, black stuff and. Money can like make people's lives a lot better. Money also causes a lot of problems. And, uh, you know, we got to be able to come together as a society to see, like, how we can use hard work and, like, get back to the like, of, of beings and, like, you know, work together to support each other. Right. Help each other stand, work together to people who have gotten lost or gotten misplaced or the people who feel like broken toys. And like, that's what we do. And if you see the beautiful light sculpture that's behind George and EJ and Munchie, that's a beautiful um, chandelier that that exactly tells what I just said in art form. Munchie or George or EJ, do you guys want to describe what, what we're looking at right there? EJ, what is this? And cook food and Johnny Hyatt. Yep, Johnny glasses, stop signs, right? Yep, yep. It's made of all different things yep. that Val and, uh, yep. and, and, and artist Warren Mueller found on it to put together to make the beautiful prospect leer, we call it. But it's really, you know, at one point in time, all of these things had a purpose. The stop sign was used to stop cars, the guitar was meant to be played, right? The ice skate was supposed to be skated on. And then 
they lost their purpose along the way. Uh, people thought they were no longer needed, and they went to uh, flea markets and tag sales. Crap yards and yep. Yep. discarded pieces of junk. And those things that didn't have a purpose anymore, we said, well, yeah, they have a purpose. We bring them together, we shine brightly, just like our prospect leader does, with the right support, with the right structure. We can all come together, have purpose. Meaningful work is purpose. It's belonging. Having a job brings so much to your mental, spiritual, emotional, physical health. Having a job is super important. And not only for the worker themselves, for the whole family, for the whole support system, for our whole community, for our whole right. society. Um, having, um, you know, including, instead of like making like more, uh, you know, I was and the people are building skyscrapers and stuff like, you know, the planning department's got it down. Like you need to have accessibility like this. You got to have this curb cut here. You, this is counter's got to be higher. This has got to be lower. But what's the point in making all of those adjustments if there's no purpose for a person with disabilities to ever enter that building whatsoever? You know, like don't even bother if there's no like if there's an elevator lift, like for somebody in a wheelchair, but there's no way anybody in a wheelchair would ever even get to the floor because like people are bad for people in wheelchairs don't see some of the geniuses who are in them only see the wheelchair like if they're going to have that attitude don't bother with the don't you know don't bother making the accessibility features but like if you want to play a game in today's world better like not only have those uh those features but also embrace people with disabilities it's wonderful what's happened technologically although i seem to have gone back to amish times like <laughs> So, and, um, you guys, I also noticed that same thing happened to you. <laughs> wow. Um, we are we are getting close to that time because Leo does another show in about forty minutes. What, what show is it? Your OnlyFans page? <laughs> I don't even know what that means. I just think it's funny. No, actually, Leo, tell tell these wonderful people a little bit about the uh, network. Yeah, yeah so up, uh, and up and down. That's right, oh, Bill. Yeah, yeah up. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I, I run uh, uh, multiple shows on a network. Uh, we have actually as about forty shows on a network, and I do uh, I I produce uh, between five and six a week. Uh, yeah, so it's uh, Great. wow, that's a lot of shows. How do you manage all of that? Oh, well, it's the network, by the seat uh, of his running. pants. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you noticed it. earlier how he had a time finding the right button to push, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, that's how he manages. <laughs> no, yeah. they creep around the keyboard, like, no, nobody's called. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, yeah, uh, 40, uh, just about 40 shows on a network. Uh, I run about five or six of them during the week, and uh, so uh, the name Monday, of the network is the Dorkening Podcast Network. I was getting there. I was getting there. I like that. Is that your? Um, is, I, I like that. Uh, I like that logo when that popped up on your uh, on your opening banner reel, which I really like. You guys, as you're opening, oh, you. um, like it's like Dave Batborough with the smoke, and you guys are also Stan Lee, and you got some old school Nintendo in there too, and some pretty tunes going behind your uh, logo, and I like it. All. <laughs> Great job. That was the master, the, yeah. the master, oh, yeah. that one over there. Yeah. Not not that one down there in the corner, but that one over there on the top. <laughs> you, you're really good. Oh, thank and, you. Uh, how do you learn how to do that? Uh, Self-taught. Uh, you know, I've been uh, doing digital marketing for, for a while now. Uh, you know, but uh, I worked in IT and, and graphic design and, uh, you know, um, worked. Uh, yeah, so I, I've done quite a bit. So it's all so self-taught collectively what would advice would you give 
um, high school or who have just graduated and are entering college. Like knowing what we see like on the horizon in the future for what the robots are likely going to do to um, to and automate so many jobs and and uh, like what advice for going away to college would you give an 18 year old right now about like jobs or something in the future? Well, are they looking to do uh, something on marketing or, or what type of area are they looking to? Yeah, they're just the shape of America. Just like, do you guys think that college, like when you hire people or work with people, are you looking for college experience? And do you think that colleges are like of today are really preparing people for the life, work and life skills of tomorrow's world? That's what we've always been doing at the Prospector. And I think that we're about 10 years ahead of everybody else. And I think that it's gonna like go more in the experiential instead of like memorizing. Hands um, on. Learn yeah. like, you know, like. Hands on learning. Yeah. Well, I know there's a lot of certificate stuff right now. You know, kids kids are getting certificates for certain things so that they can get in and get a job. Well, yeah. that's just yeah. that's in case we run out of toilet paper again. <laughs> well, no, that's that's opposed to we like college. Of, They're taking well, you know certified courses. Well, well, in uh, with, with uh, digital marketing and IT, there's a lot of certifications that you can, that you can get instead of going to college. Right. Uh, you know, there's uh, you know Google has multiple certifications for paid search. Um, you know, uh, Microsoft has their own line of certifications as well. They're going to come out of college with crippling debt, crippling debt that I don't know how they're ever going to get out. Right. Meanwhile, there's opportunities right in front of them, like a prospect computer mm -hmm. or a farm or anywhere they will, they, like the future, they can get the and do anything. Yeah, go to the go to the prospect computer. We're the we are the, we are the future. Mm -hmm. We're the world. Oh, God. <laughs> No, absolutely. Leo, where can they find out more about the Prospect of Theater? Well, actually, if you check the show notes up above or down below, depending on where you're watching or listening to us, you'll find a bunch of information. Uh, and actually, the easiest way to do it is uh, just head on over to prospecttheater.org, and you can find all the links and all the information. Uh, like, that's how I found out they got a Jaws. Uh, oh, what's that? Oh, this just drive straight there and ask for lunch. They'll give you free popcorn. Yeah. <laughs> He'll throw it at you, though. Yeah. It will rain popcorn when you it get there. It will rain popcorn on you. Hi, monkey. How are you? How are you? Good. I just want a new quest to clean up all the popcorn after the show. <laughs> job. Yeah, job security. Popcorn on the floor, job security. That's right. We get um, out the back and we go. We love a good, messy theater. It's, it's a sign that people are there enjoying themselves. That's my type of place. Right on. We never cross the streams. We're in there with the leaf blowers and getting that popcorn out, getting that puppy turned around so we can have a sparkling, nice theater for the next crowd of people. We're going to come in and have another amazing experience. So, oh. and yeah, you're going to go drive up there a million miles an hour and go see Furious 9. <laughs> oh, I'm so glad you came on. You are a ball of fire. Pink fire. <laughs> Pink fire. Pink fire. Pink fire. Pink fire. Pink there you go. <laughs> wow, totally awesome. What you uh, what you uh, guys are doing over there? Unbelievable. Amen. You guys it's about time. It's about time. Play dates like this in the future if, if, uh, if I'm ever allowed back on again or I'm on any of those other four shows. Yeah. Or come film here one time. Film on location at the Prospect. Hey, hey, hey. Well, actually, we do have something we're going to talk to you about. Yeah. Yeah, we have we have something in mind. Oh, um, Richie, we're going to get you here and Val at the studio, too. 
Yeah, absolutely. You make that happen. Yeah. Cannot wait. And right. uh, we got we got a lot of fun stuff to be talking and about. Excited. Sparkle vision. And we'll race it in your remote control car, and then we'll make it even more interesting. <laughs> but if you already have your remote control car, you might want to up your game. <laughs> that's a that was a challenge that right was there. a challenge folks we're gonna have to bring that show live to you from the diamond production studios when that happens what did i just get myself into leo i know you got a show tonight. yeah yeah so uh, why don't you do your thing? Certainly. Uh, so for me, just Google Leo Pond. You'll find a bunch of stuff. Could be true, could be not. I'm not going to say which is which, <laughs> but more importantly, follow these awesome people. Head on to the Prospect Theater. Theaters are open, and uh, Fast and Furious 9 is out. Quiet Place 2. Bunch of stuff. A lot of good movies. And, uh, yeah, it's uh, so I do a bunch of shows during the week. You can find me every Monday doing Creator Spotlight, where we interview people, uh, interview people like, <laughs> <laughs> like we had Michael Dorn, Jeffrey Vo uh, Voorhees, uh, a lot of awesome people tuesdays we do splash pages the comic book show uh and then wednesdays we do still token with and then we do uh the dorkening after that and uh we're going to be doing a show on sundays uh with the comedian uh uh david ross it's right david russo, russo. david russo david russo uh and uh that's, that's going to be a great show yeah, yeah. and uh, we got a couple other shows, uh, some secret shows in the mix as well that are going to be coming out. Let's see the secret shows. Uh, well, uh, we have uh, we're going to be doing a uh, Ghostbusters show. What? Yeah. Oh, okay. I have it here. We'll play Ghostbusters. We know a lot of uh, major Ghostbusters fans. In case you want to do a Ghostbusters showdown uh, quiz oh. show, that that would be awesome. And uh, we're also doing a Batman show and a. Uh, we also know a lot of Batman people. If you do a Batman thing. <laughs> <Very cool. laughs> All right, wait a minute, Val. Time out. Now you start to sound like Bill. You can join me this weekend with uh, Butch Patrick and I with the Monster Mobile. Woohoo! And where oh, are you, yeah, right. you going to be, Bill? Where are you going to be this weekend? I'll be at Park Bakery with Butch Patrick and me and then my team with the Monster Mobile. Awesome. In the, in the in the bakery is located. Look, the bake the bakery is located where? Teesside, New Jersey. I said it. I oh, I must have missed that. You did. <laughs> <laughs> and we know uh, Bill. Bill has you have a new website out. You want to shout out the plug? MonsterTV.net. MonsterTV.net. About that. <laughs> Head over there and check out all the amazing things that are going on at Diamond Production Studios and Monster TV. And he might even show you a picture of his third Emmy, you know, if you're lucky. Are we, are we on your website? Okay. Yeah. Okay. In I'll have to go check no, that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, it's like this big. Right. You have a link to a Yelp. I'm going to have to go check that. <laughs> oh, uh, so, uh, so Bill, where do you like people interacting with you on social media? Doesn't matter. They're not gonna be. He can't hear you. No, Bill. Where, where, yeah, where do you like people? Where do you like people interacting with you on social media? They can go to Bill Diamond Productions or BillDiamond.com, or just straight to the or Monster TV Network. Oh. Yeah, I think on his Facebook trying, page. He doesn't have to. Trying to bring in, they're bringing in one of the Emmys, so they want you to be one of the Emmys. Awesome. Totally, like make her address. Oh, and I, I was like, oh, yeah. 
Cuban food. And what about you, Val? Where do you like people following you on social media? Um, oh, the oh the socials. Oh God. Uh, well, I'm the oldest lady ever um, who works at the, and so I use Facebook. It's the only. I don't know these other ticky tackies. I just got the Facebook, and uh, I, I still call it the Facebook. So, but Munchie know Munchie knows all these words. Munchie, what are the words? We are on all social media platforms. Most likely, it's at Prospector Theater. We are at uh, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Snapchat, TikTok. Uh, you yeah. name it, we're on it. We've got lots of great content made by EJ and the production team. So, yeah, um, EJ. I know we, we didn't even have a chance. We didn't even have a chance to touch on that. That you guys have an amazing production team. You have an embroidery yeah. studio there. There's so it, much going on at the Prospect. We need, a, we need another episode. Sounds like we, it's a, a to yeah. be continued. Oh, totally. I, I, I think it's going to have to be. I think it's going to have to be. Well, yeah, we'll we're going to do, do it. it. We're going to do it from there. Yeah, the sequel. You got the theater and the gemstone. And, uh, you know, so we should do the dangerous stuff here. And then uh, the, the, the good, calm, like, movie kind of stuff over there. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Very cool. Very cool. Nice. Uh, Jeff. All right. Arco, on you guys. Thank you so much for having us on. This was so much fun. Really. I, I really loved it. Oh, we're I'm not glad. done with you yet. Yeah. Yeah. Jeff Ray. <laughs> yeah, don't. Um, you can Google me. Send me a friend request. I might accept it. Go to go to stilltoken.com. Okay. If you want to contact us, that's where you want to go. I am on Facebook. Send me a friend request. Yeah. Okay. Let's have fun with it. Munchie, help me do that. Benjamin. <laughs> so like Jeff said, we're on all social media platforms, but we want to really thank our guests tonight, the Pros uh, Prospector Theater, Val, Mike, George, and especially our man EJ for joining us. Um, we had a blast. We hope yes, you guys enjoyed you guys. your time. Um, we're definitely going to have to do another show because there is so much more to what goes on with these amazing people. That we just couldn't fit it all in the hour and 33 minutes. And Leo's over here going, oh, shit, i got a show in 10 minutes, guys. Come on. <laughs> oh, my God. You're killing me. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> so much fun. Like, it makes this kind of stuff makes life worth living. i got to say that. You it know? does. It does. <laughs> But we want we want to say to our veterans and first responders, we want to thank you for doing what you do every day, so people like us can do what we do every day. We'll see you. We're out of here. Be safe. Thank you. Peace out. Bye.